from around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, Small Wonders! So, the Great Red Panda is once again my guest. Why am I not surprised? You peeked at the ending? I did, actually. Your ploy to infiltrate my secret headquarters was clever. But, as you see, I anticipated just such an attack. Too bad for you and for your little friend here. Finally, he notices. Just once, I'd like the supervillain to open his tirade to me. Maybe if we ever meet the real Archangel. This is just another in a long line of stand-ins. You think? He's got a cute little mask and everything. Terrible workmanship. Think his mom sewed it for him. Oh, come now. Why would I have a double within my own headquarters? Why would you have a headquarters at all? Difficult to keep a complex this large a secret for long, and expensive to keep moving. What are you suggesting? That the entire place is an elaborate hoax? Something like that. I'm sure there's enough deliberate misinformation here to keep our team tied up for months, far away from the real operation. I think Archangel ran this one caper out of here to leave us a trail of breadcrumbs. He couldn't have known we'd rumble your little game this quickly. (laughs) You think you are very clever, don't you? He does, actually. But he also is, so it all works out. Do I have to remind the pair of you that you have failed? You may have decimated my troops and destroyed my laboratory, but you have failed to capture this. Boss! Is that... It's a fake. It is not a fake. That stone is a fake, just like you and this entire place. Fake. I am not a fake. You're not bright enough to be Archangel. Swine! I am ten times the mind that he is. Uh, So you're not a fake Archangel, but you're smarter than the real one? Yes! And you don't see a problem with that? Silence! The leader of the Nazi efforts in this country is a bungler. He has given me the privilege of standing in for him because he believes that I have handed him his greatest triumph. The victory that will have him elevated out of this backwater and onto the platform at the side of the Fuhrer. But you have a surprise in store for him? I will not allow that pig to steal credit for my discovery. I have already made arrangements with Hitler's chief scientific advisor. He will take possession of the device, dispose of my master, and I will become the new Archangel. So you see, Red Panda... I am much more than a fake. Yes, you're a fool and a fake. You trust Von Schlitz? He'd kill you before he shared credit for anything. 
It's just as well that the stone you're waving about is also a fake. <laughs> you ignorant fool! You have no idea what this is. I know what you think it is. You think it is a stone known colloquially as the left eye of doom until recently held by the Canadian government. The eye is one of a pair of living crystals thought to have been left behind long ago by the inhabitants of another world. <laughs> yes! But that is not the left eye of doom. It is a fake. Stop saying that! I know that it is a fake because I faked it. What? I never gave the government the real eye. I made that copy and palmed the real one. You palmed it? Honest and for true? It's in the lair. Ain't I a stinker? I love you. Silence! I have worked to unlock the secrets of the alien technology. This stone is the key, the final piece to limitless power. After two long years, I have created this! Yes, it's a nice big machine, but it won't work. Did I mention that the stone is a fake? It is not a fake! Could a fake do this? I fit the stone in here, and here, and now the power. And now the living technology of another world will bend to serve my purpose. To generate unlimited energy to serve my fuhrer. To bring the whole world under his mighty heel. I thought you said the stone was a fake. I lied. I was hoping you'd tell us what the machine did. Oh, that's a little disappointing. I'm sure it would be. So now you see the depth of your failure, Red Panda? <laughs> you have not merely failed to thwart another of Archangel's pathetic schemes. You were witness to the destruction of the Allied Nations as you sit handcuffed to a chair. <laughs> yes. Well, then why are you still smiling? Yeah, I was kind of wondering that myself. Because I have something in my coat pocket that will surprise you and your men a great deal. And what is that? Another superhero, that's what? Molecule Max? How long has he been here? Long enough. Cover us, Max! Kill him! The little one! Shoot him now! You out of those cuffs yet? Done. Squirrel, take off the lights. You got it. Let's get out of here, kids. And I mean fast. Uh, where are we going? This way. What you're basing on? A relative dearth of jackboots stomping towards us. Nice. You all right there, little fella? You know, even if you're an incredible shrinking superhero, there are certain things a guy just doesn't like to be called. Understood. In here. Quickly. Oh, good. A storeroom. Help me barricade the door. A storeroom with no windows, ventilation shafts, or other obvious means of egress. Never mind, I've got it. We're in a certain amount of trouble here, aren't we? What about all those famous panda gadgets? Smoke bombs or flash grenades or... Why exactly didn't you just use your knockout gas? We're immune. I didn't know what a second exposure would do to you, particularly in your miniaturized state. Plus, we use it all up getting here in the first place. Yeah, there is that. And the Ratsies confiscated most of our goodies when they captured us. You'd be surprised how often people forget to do that. Quiet! What are they doing out there? Consolidating their forces around the exit points. They'll assume that our first priority would be escape. Why would we do a darn fool thing like that? We need to get word to Home Team HQ. If the mad scientist du jour really has the left eye of doom... He does. And what about that granddaddy machine he fitted it into? Think it can really do what he says it can do? Generate unlimited power? I don't know. If only I had smuggled a brilliant theoretical physicist in here with us. Swell. 
Here I thought you wanted Molecule Max, and you're really after Professor Wiseman. It's a two-for-one deal. So what's our next move? We need to examine that machine. Uh, boss, I don't know if you've noticed, but we're holed up with the canned goods just now. And even if they throw most of the troops at the main doors, I doubt they've left that doodah unguarded. Yes. And we're almost out of toys. I've got maybe three boomerangs tops. We do have access to one very remarkable crime-fighting gizmo, though. This is why you ducked in the first door you saw, isn't it? You wanted to be as close as possible to the machine. Yes. Okay, I'll bite. Why? Because it's going to seem a lot further away when you're only two inches tall. I think I hate this plan. Hang on. This is going to require some adjustments to my equipment. I don't mean to rush you, but I think they're doing a door-to-door search. Do you want every particle in your body to explode at the speed of light? I should think the answer to that would be fairly obvious. Then don't rush me. Wait, wait, wait. If he shrinks us and then something happens to him, what happens to us? I'm sure the effect of the beam would wear off on its own. That sound about right, Tiny? Um, sure. What? Well, it sounds right. I just have no empirical data to back that up. I officially hate this plan. And we really need to work on a better nickname. I'll call you Big Daddy if you like, as long as you can avoid killing me while you shrink me down to knick-knack size. Panda? Any objection to your attractive sidekick calling me Big Daddy for the rest of the afternoon? If it expedites the process. Outstanding. Hold on, kids. Do you see any sign of him? Nothing yet. Night vision lenses or not, he really shouldn't get too far ahead. Ah, let him enjoy himself. He's never been in a mouse hole before. I wish I'd thought to pack my torch. My orders came in and I was out the door five minutes later. Hey, you know what I want to know? If we're both small, how come your voice still sounds like that? Like what? Er... You perceive me as you do in many ways because that is what you expect. We're not exactly breaking the laws of physics here, but we are bending the heck out of several of them. Sometimes logic is a casualty. Okay. Look, I didn't just shrink you. I shrank your blood cells, too. So how can they still bond with oxygen and carbon dioxide in your bloodstream? How can they... Hey! And I don't like to push the envelope too much, but I know I can shrink enough that an oxygen atom is the size of a football to me. So what do you think I'm breathing, then? Huh? Still only wonder about my voice? I think you've been a physics professor too long, Big Daddy. Heck, I don't even have tenure yet. I think I heard something. I think you're right. I don't have him on night vision yet, but I can see his heat plume with infrared. I'll take your word for it. I'm kind of surprised you're still working for the home team. Why is that? Well, the Americans are in it now. It's been months since Pearl Harbor. They must have some kind of star-spangled super team in the works. I hear Danger Dame is putting something together. So? Look, there are Americans serving the RAF and the naval services of half a dozen countries. I, I never believed that the US of A would spend the whole game on the sidelines, but I couldn't take that chance. The home team gave me an opportunity to spend the last two and a half years doing what I can against the Nazis. I'm grateful for that chance. I couldn't walk out on them now, even if I'd be welcome back, which is by no means guaranteed. Did you hear that? He shouldn't be making all that noise. Besides, I still wonder if I shouldn't have been doing more. There aren't all that many Jewish superheroes, you know. I can't tell you how much I wish I were the bulletproof flying kind or some sort of invisible Avenger. I shrink. It's fun at parties and everything, but when you're fighting mankind's ultimate evil, it doesn't seem like that hot a skill set. Uh, Molecule Max, I hate to interrupt. Sorry. I was monologuing, wasn't I? (laughs) No, no. It's not that. It's just that somebody wants to say something. The Red Panda's back? Not exactly. More like a rat the size of a streetcar. 
You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Decoder Ring Theatre. Your address for adventure, mystery, and comedy. Squirrel, what's happening? I, I can't see. Hold on. I'm going to strike a flare. I think I liked it a little better in the dark. Uh, me too. What about you, pal? You are going to be obliging and be scared off by a little fire? I guess not. Let's see how he likes my stun charges. He seems to like them just fine, thanks. Well, hooray for non-lethal ordnance. Squirrel! Boss! Over here! Where did this monster come from? Does it matter? Did you get our route scouted out? Good news? Yes. Bad news? The giant rat is blocking our exit. Any ideas? You're not carrying your own body weight in cheese, are you? I'll rephrase. Any good ideas? Hang on. I'll be right back. You'll be what? Where did he go? I'm not sure. He got smaller. That's not that helpful. Well, it seems to have helped him. I think our friend here is running out of patience. Move to the left very, very slowly. I think he's going to notice that. I want him to notice. I have one explosive charge left, but I need to plant it somewhere critical. Shouldn't we be saving that for later? Is there much point saving it if there isn't a later? Good point. Moving very slowly. Very, very slowly. What did you do? I did not one thing. I didn't even hear an explosion. I hadn't planted the charge yet. Well, that could be why. So, are you telling me that our friend the rat just passed out? Something like that. There you are. Where did you get to? Up the rat's nose. Ew. You stand over there now. Thanks. I can control my mass as well as my size. I flew into his upper sinuses and hit him with enough force to set up a shockwave through his meninges. He's out cold, but he'll live. That rat might be somebody's mother? Something like that. Anyway, if we don't make it out of here, at least we won't have taken care of Archangel's pest control problem for him. Come on. We've got to get moving. There's a lot of territory to cover, and there isn't much time. Should I keep the flare? I don't see any harm for the moment. We'll have to cross some open floor in a while, but in the meantime, it might help to discourage the local fauna. Which way now? That way. Which way? Up. Swell. How are we supposed to climb that? I suppose they took your grapple guns. Grapple guns, yes. Static shoes, no. You'd better miniaturize and I'll carry you. You know, for all the times we've been captured, no one has ever thought to take off our shoes. And this is why we don't explain our powers to the bad guys. All settled? I'll be fine here. You given any thought to what we're supposed to do to this machine? Or how we're going to get past a hundred guards and get out of here after we do it? Some, but not much. You can't overthink these things. It sucks the fun right out of it. We're scurrying like bugs in the walls of a secret Nazi base. Right. Like the man said. Fun. How's she doing? She's almost here. What about the guards? Looking resolutely at the only door at the other end of the room... I think I've got a panel on the machine loose. Couldn't we just get smaller and pass through the cracks? All three of us? I'm pushing my luck with this equipment as it is. <sighs> okay. I hated that. Running? Running over half a mile's worth of open tile, waiting for a giant Nazi to turn around and step on me, smart guy. I had you covered the entire time. Really? What would you have done? 
I'd have thought of something. I'm sure. We're in. Let's go. Boss, it's amazing. Yes. Our would-be archangel has really done it. Recreated an ancient living technology. I've studied every analysis ever made of the fragments of alien equipment that have been found. I never imagined anything like this. Come on. The stone is near the top of the panel. The main power relays must be near there. These cables look pretty sturdy, but they're a bit big for us. I guess we've got a little room to grow in here. Besides, the climb will go faster if we're not quite so tiny. Okay, that's a little bit cozy, but here goes. This whole place is fantastic. Look at it. A machine that lives and grows. It's it's breathtaking. A shame it had to be the product of a deranged mind. Deranged or not, our friend is brilliant. You're right, though. Von Schlitz will kill him for sure. He'd never admit someone else thought of this first. It opens up a bit just ahead. Uh, give me a second. I want to scout this out. Red Panda, look at this. Is this an absorption matrix? Quite the opposite. I think this is designed to radiate massive amounts of power. My God, you're right. I think this machine could do exactly what he says it could. Then we have to stop them before they put it into mass production. No, you don't understand. Follow these crystals. If I'm reading these circuits correctly, the power will feed through the perfect crystal of the eye and grow exponentially. Until? Well, hopefully it stops before it becomes like a, like a second sun and destroys the planet. But for all practical purposes, this one unit, this single machine, could provide the Nazis with power that has no limitations as we understand the idea. This could end the war at a stroke. What are you saying? I'm saying our job just got a lot more complicated. We, we have, have to, to steal, steal it. it. Boys, get up here. I found something. On our way. We've decided something, Squirrel. Oh, yes? We're so impressed with this machine that we just have to have it. <laughs> In spite of the fact that it weighs half a ton and is surrounded by armed guards. Uh, yeah? Well, think again. Squirrel, this technology is more than just a weapon of war. After we turn it on the Nazis, we could... Quiet and come here. Look at this. It's the main coupling coming down from the stone. And this? It's an induction relay headed... back... into the stone. And this... seems to send the resonating frequencies of the crystal... Yes? ...in every direction, backed by massive amounts of power. Why would he build such a thing? Look... I don't understand every little detail, but if what you're saying is that this entire gizmo is sending out a signal, I tend to agree. But why? And why so much power? A signal like that couldn't be picked up on any piece of receiving equipment I've ever seen. And with that much energy behind it, it could carry... Oh, dear. What? Through the vast reaches of interstellar space? In a nutshell, is it possible... Could he have copied the interface technology from the original device without realizing that half of it was a transmitter to send a signal back to the alien home world? So, the minute that stone was slapped into this baby, it started crying for help? Is there a way to stop it? It's... It's so integrated into the design that you'd have to destroy the whole machine. Okay, maybe that's not such a bad idea. But, Squirrel... It gets still worse, Molecule Max. What if the Nazis knew the device would transmit the signal... What if that was part of the plan? Dear God. I'm not sure the world can take a visit from the flying saucer set just now, boys. Especially if they become von Schlitz's pen pals en route. We don't have a choice, do we? So what do we do? 
I could extend my shrink field around the entire device, make it microscopic... With this amount of latent power in the equation, there's no way you could stabilize the reaction. I seem to recall something about exploding at the speed of light. Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't remember that. Nice. I'll give you both time to get clear... Then I'll take it down myself. No. We don't have any choice. I will not stand by and watch you throw your life away like... Like Tom tomorrow? Yes. I was there too, you know. I don't think I ever told you that. Stole a Justice Union hover car and came racing into the middle of that. I was still five minutes out when Tom rode that Luftwaffe battle platform into the channel like a ball of fire a mile wide. Damnedest thing I ever saw. I couldn't save him either. Due respect, my friend, but he wasn't expecting you to save him. And I have to live with that. He wasn't expecting anyone to save him. And Tom didn't throw his life away. He did what he did because he knew that Flying Fortress would have atomized London. And if England fell, there'd be no stopping Hitler. He did it for us. And he did it to protect the future he came from. I'm sorry it happened, and I'm not sorry. And he'd have understood that. But we can honor his sacrifice without repeating it. All this we-have-no-choice stuff is going to get you boys killed. So, Plan B? Plan B. No dying. No dying. This is hard. Well, I still have the explosive charge I didn't use on the rat, but it's too small to be much use. Well, I can make it big again. Inside the power matrix. Really? This is kind of what I do. Didn't you get a program? So what? We're done? Set the timer and make tracks? Not quite. That would destroy the machine. But leave the left eye of doom intact. We'd have slowed them down, but not stopped them. They would simply build another machine. But if I went subatomic, rattled around the atomic structure of the crystal within the eye, I could destabilize it enough that it would be destroyed in the blast. In fact, the power unleashed would pretty much wipe this complex off the face of the Earth. The crystal could regenerate the kind of destabilization you're talking about. Not for a few hours, at least. Can we make it out of here that fast at size extra small? I think we're about to find out. Get the charge ready. I'm going to break some molecular bonds. Get to it, Big Daddy! Well, I've read your reports, and it looks like a job very well done. Thank you, sir. Though in future, I would appreciate a little more notice before you blow up several square miles of farmland. We'll try, sir. Or at least try to try. Is there any way of knowing how far the alien signal could have carried? None. By all accounts, there has been no contact for many thousands of years at least. There may be no one left out there to hear the signal even if it reached them. I pray that you're right, Lieutenant. There are only so many fronts on which we can fight this war at once. Is there anything else, Colonel Fitzroy? Yes. I have noted with some dismay a certain creeping disposition among the team towards noble self-sacrifice as the first club out of the bag. Having read your reports, I'd just like to say that if it continues, I am drafting the Flying Squirrel and putting her in charge of the whole lot of you. And if you tell her I said that, Panda, I will deny it. Colonel, if you imagine that I would ever, ever tell her a thing like that, you have never been married. I know that for certain. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! 
This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 68, Small Wonders, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Stephen Burley, Kevin Robinson, Robert Westgate, Clarissa Donetta Landon, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. Ah, Saturday's Story Circle in the Mutual Audio Network. A time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with adventure, humor, and fun. Speaking of family-friendly, have you listened to Bells in the Bathroom? Catch it on Friday Follies and every other week on Sunday Showcase. It's a time for the family to gather together and enjoy tales filled with stinky puns, odd characters, and bizarre plots, such as they are. Bells in the Bathroom on the Mutual Audio Network. It will have your family going around in circles.